0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Meg's Podcast. I'm your host Meg Rebus, and we are so excited that you're listening today. I have co-hosting season 3 with me, my husband Logan. Hello. <laughs> I always think you're going to do some big like dramatic like I roll it out to you and you like have, there's a, always a long pause and then you're like hello. Well,
1: I never, I never, you, again, you have this big buildup and I'm not, I'm never sure if you're quite done.
0: Oh, (laughs) well, uh, we're excited that you're listening. If you're new to the Meg's podcast, uh, we talk a little bit about everything, mostly the mishaps that happen in our life. And on episode 12, uh, today's episode, there's no shortage of, little mishaps. Uh, we have a few stories to tell you guys. So we're excited about this episode. I was really excited about this episode last week when we recorded it the first time.
1: I feel like we should um, rename this podcast Technical Difficulties. Or something. I know. Prob- prob-
0: we probably should. Um, so I'll get into that here in a second. But um, if you are wanting to connect with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, or instagram at the megs podcast if you follow like comment that is such a huge help Um, make sure you are downloading our episodes you can subscribe to our episodes we're on all major podcast platforms and of course as always your review like means the world to us we got two new reviews rebus have you seen them yet
1: i have not but we I that's re- really... really
0: nice we got one um last week, so you need to go check that out so yeah, you can leave us a review on any of the podcast platforms and that means like the world to us. I think I already said that, but
1: it, it really... really means the world to meg
0: okay <laughs> We well, I think I just I need to come up with um a better way to uh describe and articulate my appreciation and gratitude for everybody because I think I'm just still so dumbfounded that people download and listen to it, but I'm so glad that they do. I'm so glad that you guys enjoy our little topics and our stories about our everyday life. So we're glad that you are listening today. Um and Revis, I kind of already told you this as we were kind of going through the show notes and the run of show, but I'm going to kind of go through this one a little bit quicker just to see we're kind We've been kind of long winded the last can couple we
1: of, do it.
0: Can we, we do it? Capable. We've, we've been really long winded the last few episodes. So just curious, like if we could hit, hit a,
1: well, anybody who's ever met us knows that this is going to be a challenge, but I'm ready. I'm ready. I have challenge accepted. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. Move it along. All right. What are you doing?
0: I know. I know. Moving on. Um, Okay. So I want to talk about last week, we did try to record this episode. Not we tried. We recorded a whole episode and we even had a guest appearance. Uh, Your best friend had come into town from Texas. He flew in to Florida to stay with us and really to hang out with you because it was your fantasy football weekend
1: draft last Absolutely. week Absolutely, the brew and... nasty 2022 fantasy football draft was last weekend and yeah so yeah we had we had uh kevin my buddy kevin on and it was uh at the tail end of a long weekend and we talked about some of the shenanigans involved um but really i mean it's just kind of the um it's something i feel like you've always sort of been an i don't know if in awe of is the right, um, way to put it. But I um, suppose just, uh, you've always been so, some somewhat fascinated, um, by what I'm goes supportive. down that weekend.
0: <laughs> I'm supportive of your fantasy football draft and of your friendship with the brew nasty guys. Cause I've known them. I mean, they're all like brothers to me in some way. I mean, I'm friends with them and their wives. And so, um, I've known these guys since we were dating. In fact, I mean, you're, you know, the ones that you're closest to, I mean, they really are like brothers to me. So, um, I, I know that it's more like Christmas day for you guys than actual christmas day like i know this is your like most favorite weekend and i just i think it's really cool that kevin always flies in and well he um, hangs out with you
1: so he's he. this is out of so we've been here for just over three years and just so happened we got out here right before the draft in 2019 so just before the football season started so this is actually out of four drafts he's come out here twice so that's really cool because the the single greatest part of our fantasy football league is draft day and it's because it's it was the one time that we knew we'd all get together like every year and everybody has probably experienced this as you get older um, life doesn't slow down it speeds up uh, it gets more difficult you know you've got kids you've got uh, commitments. And so, um, you know, people move and all those sorts of things. So it gets, it gets, harder and harder. And so it was, um, and we look forward to it so much just because again, we all had the chance to get together. We knew everybody would be there and then it's just this crazy day. So we would, we always managed to turn it into, you know, this five hour ordeal of, uh, of picks and, um, and, and and really, it's just the nonstop commentary that comes from a room a room full of twelve guys that um <laughs> that love nothing more than kicking each other in the nuts and so that's just it i mean every pick i mean every it's there not a single pick gets made without some sort of comment coming from somewhere um
0: and, <laughs> well it, it's you have some guys or some friends that have uh have been notoriously bad at making fantasy football picks i mean i feel like i even laugh a little bit about the ones that you tell me but who am i to talk i probably would pick didn't one of them pick somebody that had passed away
1: yeah we had a guy um one of the guys in our league is that's kind of his bit is uh he he makes some pick every year where everybody just kind it shuts up the room for a second before the, uh, the chaos ensues. And so, um, yeah, he picked a guy that was actually that had died in the off season. And, you know, he's picked guys that guys that retired. I mean, and it's just it's
0: awful for the one that passed away. And it's awful for,
1: well, it's just, but again, that just adds to the chaos and to the,
0: the uh, harassment. Yeah. And so,
1: (laughs) um, and, and, Again, it's just a something that has grown over the years, and it's just this great tradition. Um, I
0: mean, kudos to you guys. Y'all have been doing this same. The Brew Nasty team has been doing it for twenty years,
1: yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Has it been, it's been a full 20?
1: Yeah. So we, uh, we've been, we, we kind of hopped on the fantasy football thing in the early aughts as we were in college. And, uh, this kind of moved into the, uh, digital age where, um, once upon a time, uh, these guys that played fantasy football had to get the newspaper out every Monday morning and go through box scores to add, you know, to write down all the stats and then they had to be double checked. And, you know, so somebody had to keep up with all that. Well, when, this all got digitized and put on, uh, uh, on the, on the interwebs, you could, uh, um, you, all you do is basically make your picks and plug in your players and it, it, it tracks everything for you. So, uh, it make it makes things a whole lot easier. And so, um, yeah, so we hopped on board at that point, uh, the first couple of years, we weren't nearly as organized, but, uh, it, as we got, um, got out of college and, and, you know, everybody had jobs or, kind of had jobs or should have had jobs we started playing for money and uh and, and doing the live draft and and it just really how kind
0: of, how do you feel about your draft picks this year
1: yeah it's not I, it's it's hard to say i've got a couple i got a couple of things that need to fall in, in in place for me um i've been on a an incredible run and i i I, I think I've been thanking the, the guys in the league for contributing to our vacations, um, the last few years, because, uh, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, it's our I've va-
0: it's, are you saying it's our vacation money?
1: Well, it certainly has helped. And so <laughs> we, I've finished in the money four out of the last five years and, and won the league twice. And, um, I was just, I was so close and I lost in the championship last year. I would have been the first ever, uh, three Pete, uh, league. And so that was disappointing, but it's probably um,
0: because I didn't make the breakfast casserole
1: for the breakfast of champions. Yeah. So, you know, we, I uh, didn't,
0: I didn't last year and I really wanted to this year, I wanted to. There was heart you, behind you, it.
1: You seriously like said the night before or the day before, it wasn't even the night before. There was still plenty of time. Like, hey, do y'all want the casserole? The breakfast casserole? And we were like, Well, yeah, we want the breakfast casserole. And you said, Okay. Well, okay. Then I will make you the <laughs> breakfast casserole. And then as the day went on, uh it became clear you had no intention of going to the store. <laughs> And we had literally nothing that you needed to make the breakfast casserole. And it somehow devolved into uh, two uh, two big breakfasts <laughs> with hotcakes from, from, from McDonald's. Uh, and but, I
0: offered him strawberries. I, I kept offering Kevin strawberries all weekend because... Have strawberries.
1: Have some strawberries.
0: I, I didn't go to the grocery store. I don't know why I didn't. I should have, but... I just never made it to the grocery store before he came into town. And then things were kind of chaotic when he got into town and I should have just done a pickup order, but I did never, the only like healthy thing in our refrigerator was this thing of strawberries. And I just felt like he kept talking about like how he'd been working out and all this stuff. And I was like, I need to get him something healthy but the only thing I had was strawberries. So I probably offered Kevin strawberries
1: once every two hours. He was offered uh, probably I,
0: In, I really well, did he, for
1: the entire weekend.
0: He laughed at me about that all weekend. Um, okay. Well, so we'll have a, you know, a fantasy yeah, football we'll, update. We'll to,
1: yeah. We'll have to give updates throughout the,
0: there is a little funny story that happened though, at the end of your draft that, that, had to do with me and my little shenanigans in our first recording of this episode uh kevin and you i think we're calling it my trifecta um i don't really know how it happened but y'all we're still doing the draft
1: oh yeah um, well we had so an- another part of this uh draft process is that uh usually there's a fair amount of adult beverages um involved in the process and so as they get into the later rounds things start to get a little dicier and so <laughs> again i told you it goes like you know on, going going on like five hours and so you had disappeared with the girls for several hours um and y'all had come back and, and we were in the later rounds and um hayley has she's kind of in this phase where she's a little bit obsessed with pranks and so she had been wanting to prank uh kevin uh the whole time he'd been here and so ultimately he had gone out uh onto the the back porch um
0: and it still makes me giggle because i can think about like looking out onto the patio and seeing his face and then seeing her little like giggle and movements um so I'm watching this off from the kitchen. I had gone to the fridge and I was getting myself a drink and she went over and locked Kevin out on the patio that they were still picking. They were still drafting. Yeah.
1: So he, he needed to fun- come back in. It,
0: it was funny for like a minute. And he was kind of playing along with her like, Oh, you got me, you know? And then Logan was like, Hey, Kevin, you turn, you up. And, and he was like, where'd he go? And, and the patio door is right there. So I pointed or Haley left and you were like, let him back in. And Haley Bell was like, uh, uh-uh. uh,
1: nope, and, not doing and,
0: it. and Kevin was like, Haley, it's my turn to pick. Let me back in. And she was like, Nope, no well, way. It was just the way she said well, it.
1: The other thing is, is the way our, our patio is set up is it's it, it's almost like he was in an aquarium because you have um, you have a screen at the back that's like from floor to ceiling that looks out over the Everglades and then the glass, there's glass doors on every side, the other three sides and, and they're from Florida ground and Florida ground, Florida ceiling. And so it's literally like he was standing in this aquarium, like, uh, like and just she staring was just, at us and she and
0: she was just laughing
1: and she and flat so, out refused to open the door and it was like "Hey, <laughs> you seriously need to go let him in and so absolutely I'm watching
0: not. i'm watching all of this from the kitchen and i had just taken a big drink of i think it was just water and uh, but it was her final she kind of went uh-uh and like shook her hips a little bit and kevin had He's so great with our girls. He's like an uncle to them too. So he kind of like matched stomped her little, foot. <laughs> matched her little huff, and put his hands on his hip, and like stomped his foot. And when he did that, I lost it. Like I started laughing, but I had my mouth full of water or whatever I had taken a drink of, and it, so it immediately I'm trying to hold it in and not spew it everywhere it immediately shoots up my nose. Then I do spit some of it out, but then I choke on some of it. So I literally, had, I literally had liquid coming out my nose, my mouth, and then I'm choking and coughing. I start coughing so hard that I, and I'm laughing too. I'm still like hysterically laughing and I peed myself a little bit. So then I run to the bathroom and I'm coughing so hard because I had choked on everything and I'm laughing and I throw up.
1: Yeah. So.
0: So really it was four things. I know trifecta is three, but.
1: That I believe uh, would be the superfecta. Um,
0: I had a superfecta of, I don't know what you would even call that.
1: And and I mentioned that we're in the late rounds already, so we're having enough trouble getting this getting through this draft as it is. And so it doesn't help when the uh, – so meanwhile, Kevin's still locked out on the patio as this is going on. And so I, I have really to get up let and let him is. in. And, and so – and then you're making a giant mess of things, literally. Like I'm like, she's throwing up in the bathroom. This is insane. <laughs> if anybody should be throwing up, it should be us. But it's so <laughs> – yeah, I mean Meg's been home for five minutes, and that happened during our yeah.
0: craft. So. It, Kevin, because because like Logan explained, our patio doors are ceiling to you know Florida ceiling, so he could look through and see through to the kitchen. So he was watching the whole thing for me too, and he was like, "Oh my gosh!" So he got he got to see, and Haley Bell got to see the my super. Trifecta, trifecta, whatever you want to call it, man, it hurts when when stuff goes through your nose. That you hurts. You pee yourself Even just at the the same lo- time. and pee yourself, and then you go to the bathroom and throw up. Like, no. yay me! Oh my goodness. Well, I just got really.
1: <laughs> well, at least it didn't... made
0: me giggle. It made me giggle, and I just couldn't stop laughing. Um. So that was the end or kind of towards the end of the fantasy football draft situation. Um, I want to talk about a couple of shows that we're watching for um, you guys. We've gotten a few questions and we've talked about it in some other episodes too. You guys know that we're huge Ted Lasso fans. I cannot wait for the next season to come on for that. So we just wanted to update you guys on a couple of shows that we're, now watching one of them we didn't even stumble upon um Haley Bell found it and it's been out for umpteen years and we'll get into that here in a second but the first one that I want to talk about is Hard Knocks on HBO cuz it kind of ties into the football the fantasy football draft and stuff and we've watched Hard Knocks together before um it is a if you're not familiar with it it's a reality show of all of the it's preseason training camp training camp but here's the drama behind it i think this is why i like it i mean
1: i always like real quick let's just kind of set the backdrop for those that don't understand it's they pick one team every year right it's it's a different team every year um is it hbo
0: is it hbo sports or just hbo
1: it's, it's it's the same thing. It's just oh. sports division uh, of okay. HBO. So they this year happens to be um, the uh, Detroit Lions. Last year was the Cowboys, and so that was what got me to sign up for HBO Max a year ago. And lo and behold, a year later, I still have it. But um, <laughs> which we'll get to that. I'm in glad. Why? Why I'm still I'm glad I still do. But the uh, so yeah, this comes on, and, and I couldn't get Meg to watch a game of. The Detroit Lions you know in the really
0: he's, he's not lying I wouldn't have even known any of the players or anything I think because the way they do this show Hard Knocks it's a reality show and it's happening in real time so a lot of reality shows that I watch and I think we've talked about Hard Knocks maybe last season too but the way that they do this it's almost in real time like a lot of reality shows take months and months and months and months beforehand it goes into you know post-production and then they air it months and months and months later and this is like i mean it's almost a i would guess it's a four day turnaround they
1: they, they drop them on tuesdays and so so it has to be a
0: four to five day turnaround at the most
1: at the most i mean because typically they're playing so they're playing a preseason game on say saturday and they're turning around and dropping an episode a couple days later so so
0: it's it's really quick turnaround so it's pretty real time and um it follows the players that are trying to earn a spot on the roster i mean it follows lots of different they have a format
1: they'll give you they'll give you a couple that they think are interesting of like the star players that you know the names on the team Um, and then uh, but then there's the the long shots, all the long shots. <laughs> mm.
0: I just love a good backstory. But, um, and so obviously that is what sucks me in is there the backstories to all these players, but also, and Logan will tell you this too, I actually really enjoy watching the competition of it all. Like that really draws me in too. So they'll show them, you know, the practices and like the hard, you know, it's like grit and determination and...
1: <laughs> and and Chad Campbell, the coach of the Detroit lions. No, so thrilled Dan, that you I just said was, grit because that was, his I know. Grit. I thought, it was, I thought
0: it was Dan Campbell.
1: Oh, Dan Campbell. Oh, <gasps>
0: Chad Campbell. Dude, Dan I Campbell. just correct. No, you're right. It's
1: absolutely Dan Campbell. And so he's no uh, it's way, funny. Folks. He's, um, you
0: just heard it first here. I've got something football related. Correct.
1: Yeah, no, that's uh chad campbell i don't know um you said chad campbell but no. it's dan campbell yeah, yes
0: was. uh shout out if dan campbell ever listens to the <laughs> megs podcast he is,
1: he's from texas he's a he's i
0: know a good i love an
1: aggie and uh he's a good old boy too, at some point but he looks like a pro wrestler now dude is massive um but he's so he, he's an interesting character um, he's all
0: about the grit he's yeah. all about the grit but so
1: um yeah it's been uh it's funny so it's one thing that i enjoy sharing with meg because she does she gets and she gets into the cowboys and stuff in certain every once in a while she'll get into a specific game and and so if she's got a rooting interest then she can be really really passionate uh, about it and so that's what this does is this gives her stories to follow and while it's if you're watching these games, like an actual preseason game, okay? So you've got a stadium that's got, like, maybe a quarter of capacity there. It's the second half. It's guys you've basically never heard of. Um, And if you're watching it in real time, it's usually not that great, and especially if you don't. Having if it's not your team, and so, but you've got the production value of them playing the like you know NFL like their 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 inspirational music in the background, and you know like uh, and the and you've got the narrator telling you why this is such an important drive for this player, which in reality nobody cares about this drive other than this guy, and his and then of course there is his family up in the stands, and you know. Wives, girlfriends, moms, dads, sisters, brothers, kids. I mean, it's it, all these different angles. And you see the, you know, the angst. And, and and so it is. It's really good. And it's fun just watching. They
0: do a really good job. HBO does a really good job of just telling a player's story in all the different uh, vari- variables that are playing out in their time during training camp, not just what's happening to them at training camp, oh. but you know, the behind the scenes part, and speaking you know, of, so, we need to, we
1: need to, we need to move on because actually the last episode drops tonight. And, oh,
0: then we've definitely got to watch it. And, I do want to say one more thing, and this is a shout out actually to, uh, coach Dan, there, um, because in the last episode he said something, and I think this is what I actually really appreciated about a coach saying this: is he, he talked a little bit about the game and you know got on them about the stuff that they needed to fix and correct and do and all of that. But then he said, "What I'm most proud about is how the comments and everything that I received." from the hotel staff and about y'all's character individually and as a team. He said, we got comment after comment about what a great team it was having them at the hotel and hosting them. And I just thought, okay, I really like how his coaching style that he's not just, and he's hard, man. Like he is all about obviously football and technique and perfecting your craft and your skill and i love that part too but you can tell that he's also trying to build and build on their character as well and so i just thought that was cool that hbo would even air that part you know there's so much that's edited out sure. and i just thought that's really cool that they kept that part in there to show that you know these coaches it really does become like a family so anyways I'm in love with the Hard knock show. Yeah, if you one, don't,
1: last one. If you up. haven't
0: watched it, uh, go get HBO and um, and download those and watch them. Okay, so this next TV show that we've just recently become obsessed with, our ten year old found for us. <laughs> Haley Bell happened upon an amazing show called The Middle yeah and it aired like i think it came out in like 2008 or 09 i think it's like,
1: 2009 and
0: like forever ago
1: it might have been eight yeah but it's the it's the uh but it's it's the old school kind of uh sit, network tv sitcom that had a gazillion episodes a season and um yeah she it popped up in her profile she's got a kid's profile on uh on hbo max and it popped up there and she turned it on um i have mean, sunday morning uh a couple days ago and i was kind of like all hey, right whatever i mean it's not i mean it's I'm not watching another episode of full house so great and,
0: um <laughs> we love full house
1: too, I, I know but i just i've, I've, I've i saw them 30 years ago and i've seen them all again recently so um it was something new and it was actually it was it's really funny. So it's got Pat- Patricia Heaton uh, in it that you may remember from Everybody Loves Raymond as the wife in that. And um, honestly, I don't really know any of the other actors in it. Um, the uh, I know
0: we need to look up their who they are, their names and stuff. But I haven't recognized them in any. I show. her. Other.
1: I remembered her being the in boss. the show. I, the boss. Yeah, you know, he familiar. was the, he was the boss in because uh, he was the boss in Christmas Vacation.
0: Oh,
1: that's right. That's why he so, looks familiar. Yeah. he. Yes. Uh, so it's about this family in Indiana um, and that's where the middle comes from is uh, they talk about the whole flyover state thing. And, and that's in the kind of the opening credits and stuff. And I think, you know, the uh, if anybody wants to look out the window, we're flying over Indiana. And everybody just looks back down at their paper or their phone <laughs> or whatever. And nobody looks it, out the window. And they
0: kind of live in like the middle of nowhere, small town, Indiana, and they're just a regular family. So they have a teenage son, a teenage daughter, and then they have a son in elementary school. So three kids. And I think, Logan, the reason we like have just like connected with this and just laughed and laughed almost every episode is because we're in that season of life, too. I can just relate to it so much like there's not a situation that this mom this working mom has gone through where it's not that I've been in the exact same situations but the exact same kind of level of chaos that you're yeah, like really
1: and, and so it's I mean funny. think about
0: the times that you've been out of town and we've had a a tree fall and break four different fences and a cable box and you know, i mean all, like that all the happened things once
1: that only happened once it didn't happen every I time i went out of town but
0: i know but all the times that there's just well, it's absolute funny. chaos I think, happening
1: i think what's cool about it and it's the, so it's really funny for us right now because of the kids like the age of the kids they've got an em- elementary school kid uh so the youngest is kind of like the the quintessential weird kid that like he says things like he's always got his nose in his book and doesn't really pay attention to anything else and then every time he does say something he then like whispers it to himself like and repeating the last word <laughs> but they all just it freaks ignore, everybody out yeah but then they
0: kind of ignore it like you've
1: got and then you've got uh, the the daughter the middle the middle child's the teenage uh, like middle school daughter who's in a really like heavy awkward, awkward stage and like she tries out for everything and it's always a disaster and then um and then the, the their son the oldest he's uh I don't know, he's right he's like 15 16 when the, um and so and he's always he's always in just his boxers like that's like kind of his bit is like anytime he's around the house he's always just in his boxers and he's just you know the slumped shoulders anytime they ask him it's to like, do anything Oh my God, Mom. <laughs> and,
0: so, uh. um, and then and then the
1: parents are funny and then they've got a couple uh, like, oh chris katan so there's another person which yeah I, I wasn't sure how i felt about uh when i saw he was on there but uh he's he's a friend of hers that she works with at this she got a job he's at a youth, used car too. dealership and so uh there's so there's some really funny stuff with her so trying to you know figure out life because she got uh, let go from her job. And, and so took this new job as a car salesman, used car salesman and um, trying to juggle that with family. And uh, anyways, I, it's, it's one of those things. that's just funny because you don't, uh, when you stumble across something that I, I, I remember seeing stuff, cause I mean, she was a big name uh, coming out of uh, uh, everybody
0: loves everybody Raymond. And so yeah. once we
1: got that new show and, and, but I just, I, it wasn't really the phase of life we were in and we just right. never and so this thing ran for like eight or nine seasons and um i had no idea and so we're but it's great for us because hey we found something that um you know has a bazillion episodes that are easy it's to like- consume and
0: it's like finding new girl again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I think we've talked about. And so again, that's uh that's gold. When you can find an old uh, uh, network TV show that has all these episodes and you're like, man, I got, I got something funny to turn on for uh, the next few months here when uh, um, when, when you need a, when you need a laugh and want to watch something new. So uh, that's yeah. just uh, we'll, we'll call that just our, you know, we're, we're our not, win. We're not we're ready to give a it little... like uh, you know, two thumbs way up because i don't know if we're far enough but it's really really funny and so uh for anybody that finds themselves it's you know then it's pretty clean and it has a good heart but they're pretty at the same time like it it's like they're they're pretty you know they 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 brush on a lot of subjects but they uh just kind of have fun with everything and so anyways it's uh
0: it's very 2009 with yeah. their flip phones.
1: But uh yeah, so that that's a funny part too. But yeah, check it out. Check it out. We've had a we've had a good time with that the last couple of days. Yeah.
0: The middle. That is what it's called, so you can search that. Okay. So, hey, we're doing good. We're like speeding right through our uh episode topics and show notes. The next thing I wanted to chat with you about just to get a little just to kind of check in with you, see where you're at with this. Um, and to let you guys know that Audrey, our oldest, is going to her first homecoming this coming weekend. Hoco. So, Hoco. Um, uh, so, a couple things in Texas, homecoming is a huge deal in a different way. It's a big deal to some here in Flor, South Florida, but it's very different. So, in Texas, homecoming is all about you know, the homecoming proposal, which was that a thing when you were in?
1: And I, I have a problem with that too. I think the homecoming proposal thing is idiotic, but whatever.
0: Okay. Well, so homecoming proposals are a thing in Texas where the guy has to come up with some like witty, fun, cool way of asking the girl to go, girl, guy, whoever their date to go to homecoming. Okay, so that's one thing in Texas that they do. It's like tradition. The second thing is, it's called a mum. That's M-U-M.
1: And if <laughs> or is in it two Texas? M- if you're in M- Texas, U-M- you're. I don't know. If you're in Texas, you're like, uh, duh. I mean, it's homecoming. You get a mom. right. But like let me tell you something. You wouldn't,
0: you wouldn't even bat an eye, thinking that people. You do right that people elsewhere would, wouldn't would even know what a mom is. But let me tell you.
1: You step outside it, the border of Texas.
0: They don't know what a mom Nobody, is.
1: They just stare and blink at you when you talk about a homecoming mum. And then and then try describing it to them, and you they just can't. get more confused. <laughs> like, wait thing. a minute, why, why, why would you do that?
0: <laughs> I put a note down here that even says, like on our show notes, we can't try and describe this because it won't make sense. So really what you need to do is you just need to Google Texas homecoming moms and look through the pictures and that is what they are they're essentially this massive like
1: do we have to assume that it started as the the mom on like on a wristband like you know an elastic wristband mom this so like in like like 1955 somebody in texas gave a homecoming mom to somebody that was like a normal mom and but
0: what do we do in texas we have to go big or go home so it's it's evolved into this. Um, well, when I was in high school and junior high, we still tried to pin them on the shirt. Like, yeah, this is the on only,
1: the only worthwhile advancement. And they, and they were,
0: and they were really big when I was in high school. I can remember it like kind of tugging and pulling excuse me tugging and pulling on my shirt we had to have like heavy
1: duty eight heavy duty uh safety pins to try to hold this thing up meanwhile yeah it's like ripping holes in whatever garment you put it on
0: (laughs) yes so then but now it's evolved even because we're Twenty years out of high school and now it's evolved into it's something that they wear the girls wear around their neck but it hangs from their literally their neck all the way down to their feet and it's ribbons and it's glitter and it's stuffed animals and it's bows and it's jewels and just go google it and you will get an idea of what we're talking about Okay. So the third thing about homecoming in Texas is football, okay? Before we moved from Texas to South Florida, I really thought that these things existed in other states. That's how naive I was. Or or some level of them existed. Homecoming in South Florida, yes, there is a football game. It's a varsity game that's played on the Thursday night. The students, most of the students don't really care if they go to the football game or not. There are no moms. There are no homecoming proposals. In fact, most everybody goes, I mean, there are people that have dates or if they have a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, they'll take their significant other. But for the most part, everybody goes in a big group as friends. To the formal at a hotel on a Saturday night. So, days outside of the actual homecoming football game, they have this big homecoming dance at a big fancy hotel. And it's like a junior prom almost. And, the, you know, all the girls get dressed up, the guys wear tuxes, they rent party buses or lemos. And it's all about the homecoming. Dance.
1: It's it, so that's it's another just very different. Well, and I look. I mean, community to community, the, there are certain things. I mean, the football game and the mums is consistent across the state of Texas. But um, you know, I think. I mean, I, we didn't have a dance at the high school I went to in Texas. We had
0: we, we had just, a dance, but it was in the gym, and nobody went. So it was just it was, everybody. We just was, went out.
1: We all went out. For everybody our own went and,
0: out. You went to the football game. You went to dinner. And that was it. Like that was what it was. Nobody went to the dance in the gym.
1: But so this thing though, okay, so you're talking about a school of four thousand kids, all right. And, school. Hom- and and so they have this homecoming dance uh at, at at a hotel down in Fort Lauderdale and they it's they have a just under a thousand tickets available. So you've got Only a quarter of the student population can go. Um, Here's
0: my biggest issue with it is my biggest issue is that if you're a senior, they don't even have, they didn't even have enough tickets this year for the entire senior class. So I think that's where I kind of take the issue. I think they probably
1: could have, but then literally nobody else would have been able to go. And so it's just crazy. I mean,
0: I've just never been a, part of well and it's, it's
1: it's like uh it's chaos because they drop the when you have you have to get the tickets and it's like a it's like a garth brooks concert in texas like yes. you have to get the tickets in you know as soon as they open up and meanwhile crashed. this is yeah well okay so they're not running this thing on like you know Ticketmaster's website that has you know how many uh, how many school. gigabits of s- servers to support it. This is, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is, this is the high school and their page where they sell like, uh, uh, uh club memberships <laughs> and stuff <laughs> where you pay your dues. And so now you got, it, you got 2000 people all logging on at once trying to buy $85 homecoming tickets. And and then we all act surprised when the server crashes every year. So and the
0: server crashed twice. Gosh. Me me, and Logan were online for hours trying to get Audrey a ticket. Because um, they did, did it while
1: that, they were in school.
0: Yeah, that's, they <laughs> dropped it in the middle of the school day. So it was super fun, but she got a ticket. She's really excited to go with her friends. We took her dress shopping. So she's really really excited and I'm excited that she's getting to go and participate something you know to do with her high school I just there is a part of me there is a little part of me that is sad that it's not like the same traditions that me and you grew up with yeah, you know excited that
1: about it and so
0: yeah I know we didn't have I've to got buy to, a stupid
1: mom so <laughs> the uh so it's funny though uh so as we both I, and we'll kind of end it with this and we'll, I'm sure provide an update, you know, after all this, these uh, festivities okay. go down. But so when we're buying, so <laughs> we don't know, we didn't, we, this whole thing happened like while we were sleeping last year and uh, we missed it and we're like, wait, what? So you can't go. We And so we were bound and determined to play our part this year and, and help uh, try to get, make sure she got a ticket. And so, but as Meg said, this thing crashed. And so, and, and even when it was working, it was like, you're on high-speed internet, but it's, it just sits there and thinks. And you're like, I don't, is it timed out? Is it? And then all of a sudden it would like change page and then you go to the next page. And so ultimately though, after, after logging out a couple times and, and trying to get through this, I end up where I think I'm supposed to be. And I've know I've clicked on the right link that said homecoming tickets, but there I am staring at, it's giving me, an option to buy a t-shirt for $85, a homecoming t-shirt. And I'm like, is this right? <laughs> I was like, but I can't, I can't like X out of this. I can't start over again. It'll all be gone. If I, if I start this process over again, and I was like, but I, what if I'm buying a freaking $85 actual homecoming t-shirt and she doesn't get a ticket. We I was just like, had
0: to take the gamble. We just had yeah, to take so, the gamble.
1: So luckily, luckily, luckily they just hurt.
0: had it. They had it named incorrectly online. Uh, and we were purchasing a homecoming ticket, but yes, Logan is right. It did say homecoming t-shirt. And so there was this angst of like, should I press submit? <laughs> and, and it's very
1: clear. No <laughs> refunds. No refunds.
0: Oh, yeah. It was like, like, fla- splashed all I over the so page. I'm be so
1: mad if this is a freaking actual t-shirt. Uh,
0: Here's your t-shirt. <laughs> anyways, I hope she had a great
1: time. <laughs>
0: She has a beautiful dress, and if we get permission from the teenager, um, we will post pictures of of her homecoming um, festivities. So um, this next thing, this next thing that we're going to talk about and end on should make you giggle. I'm still a little iffy if we should really talk about this because it's no, we really need to talk
1: about this because you
0: making fun of me, <laughs>
1: no, it's not making fun of you. We're just talking about what actually happened this evening, and so we meg Meg has decided she yeah, wanted to have some tilapia, about, and so wait,
0: just stop for a second if' y'all, this is real time events. this literally just happened hours ago, so yeah, this was not this. in the this was not in the original show notes or anything, but revis was insistent okay, that we well, add this
1: meg meg wanted tilapia and here's the thing with meg and fish is whatever fish she eats um can under no circumstance taste like fish and so right. so she likes tilapia because it's this like frankenfish that they've created that has like no no noticeable bones or anything like that it's a white fish and so anyway so and what the way she cooks them is she makes little pouches uh out of foil and puts like butter and lemon juice and uh garlic parsley garlic anyways and it, it uh, look at the end of the day it's fine, it tastes good if you like all those flavors because that's what you're gonna get you're not gonna and, you know and with a white flaky fish so um
0: she's the only she, fish I'll
1: eat so. Uh, And so we're kind of bearing the lead here. So what happened was, is, you know, it it was frozen uh, tilapia fillets. And so um, her bit is she doesn't want to touch them raw or won't cut them out of the little pouches. So I had thawed them out. And I was like, and she kept like, she was like, well, make sure you do this. Make sure you do that when you cook. And I said, you know what? you were welcome to cook these. And she's like all indignant. She's like, I will, I will. Cook them. <laughs> and so she, she, I was like, okay, she's like, just get them out of the pouch for me. So, all right. So I leave them, uh, I get them all out. They're thawed out and they're laying on a sheet of foil. And I go back into the other room um, and um, I hear her, you know, and they're knocking around and stuff. And then she makes a comment about my, uh, my new trays. And um, they, so,
0: Real quick to describe the trays, I was like did amazing at Father's Day and well, I know how much you,
1: She does I know, for herself.
0: I know how much you like to grill and cook. And you had never gotten one of the sets where it was like you have a tray to put the raw meat on and then you have a separate tray to put the cooked meat on. And I had seen it on Amazon. And so I got you that trace. It was great.
1: It was great. And so you got a red one and you got a black one. So the red one is yep. for raw, the black one is for, you know, and uh, it was Cuisinart. Very nice. I loved them. Great. Um, so I heard her in there and she was talking about them. And she's like, Is this clean? And I was like, Yeah, whatever. It's clean. Yeah, it came out of the wash. And so she and I, I just assumed that I know how she is with raw things. And so she wanted something to, Go on it because they were still raw while she got the pouches made or whatever. So I don't give it a second thought. And so, so she gets these things done and we've got the oven turned on. And so she tosses them in, and we're sitting there. And oddly enough, we're I've got an episode of the Middle on. And so, next thing I know.
0: No, you didn't even notice it. I hear I you. Said I you, no, I hear I said you going, you, what is
1: that popping noise?
0: I said, I keep hearing a popping and noise. And then What's I heard I had noise? heard it.
1: I had heard it and I was like, that's weird. And so
0: <laughs> So I got up, you did not, you were like, whatever. I got up to the oven. I open up the oven and I'm watching these black things on the bottom of the oven, and they're literally, it's like popping like popcorn one after the other and i was like what is that black stuff like it looks it literally so you accuse me
1: of having like gotten grease or something down there my
0: first thought was there was grease down there and my next thought is it looked like honest to god i know y'all are gonna laugh at this but it looked like blueberries and i was like who spilled blueberries in the bottom of the oven, and I was and like, "Logan, it's good."
1: That time it comes okay, into focus. So- what I'm looking at is I'm looking because it's the 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 bright shiny pouches of foil on a black pan that turns out not to be a pan. It was my black plastic cooked meat tray
0: they are so hard i thought they were i thought they were oven safe
1: okay well the the plastic the the plastic fall plates are hard you throw those in the oven gosh and so i'm like oh my god it's my tray and so i pull it out and it's (laughs) It's got the holes bottom. in the bottom of it from where the it started melting. It,
0: the bottom was literally melting down and then and, popping on the bottom. Y- of meanwhile,
1: the yeah, it's continuing to pop, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So it's like, get I didn't it out. No,
0: I didn't. And, I didn't know. And then I'm trying I to like swear. figure out
1: like where do I put this thing because I don't want it to ruin anything. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So I I had a there was a big uh, uh, skillet out, and so that um that I had used earlier and so I I set it on top of that just to make sure it wasn't sitting like right right on anything and I and I just am staring at her and she's like, What? What? I'm like it's that's not a that's not a oven pan it's not a cookie sheet it's some plastic tray like what do you you put it in the oven what do you think what i didn't know i, I was like
0: what? i didn't know I, it was plastic i swear i, I, I didn't know I had like our 15 no year old
1: daughter was in there making dinner or something like
0: you put it in the oven and so i had no idea
1: and so and then of course like as as it's sitting there um You know, and so we, we, we make other arrangements to finish cooking the fish. And so it's sitting there cooling off and, um,
0: the pan, the the pan that I melted, the,
1: the, uh, the plastic tray that you put in the oven is sitting there and all of a sudden you start hearing pops again and now it's cooling off and it's shrinking. And it's
0: shrinking in the gonna explode the
1: weakened areas that had lost some of this plastic uh, in in the event are now giving way as it cools and shrinks and it's making these really loud popping noises as it continues to crack so I have to go put this thing out on the patio because meg's a meg uh was concerned about uh shards Ex- shards explosion. of plastic that could yes. kill somebody in our and so Luckily, that didn't happen, but it's uh, it was
0: it, popping so loud, like you thought it was just going to explode at any minute.
1: So, Meg, Meg killed my Cuisinart
0: I'm so cooked sorry. meat tray.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: Your, <laughs> father's lasted, the, uh, <laughs> your Father's Day gift only lasted. Your Father's Day gift only lasted a couple months.
1: This is my, my again. This is my 33 ish year old wife, and not ish. my 15 old. I'm 33 ish. So.
0: I'm sorry. Congratulations. Wah, wah. Well, there you go. I hope that makes you feel better about your day. So whatever you did today can't be as bad as like our own that, episode right? of the middle, right? Yeah, so that's what we did. Um, so I just want to thank you guys for listening to the Megs podcast. We are so appreciative. Again, you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at The Megs Podcast. If you have a comment or want to get in touch with us um, about really anything, you can go to our website. It's themegspodcast.com. And we have a link that says contact us. And you can email us and we will get back with you soon. So um, make sure you check that out. If you have something that you want to send our way, we would love to connect with you. Yeah, if you want so to send me a uh,
1: send me a new uh, cooked meat tray. I,
0: yeah, a new I'd meat t- tray. I'd, t- I'd take it. Or a sponsorship. Maybe quiz an or sponsor. Maybe we'll get a new sponsor out of this. Maybe. Eat maybe. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will catch you next week.